Hey you, welcome to the Christian Life Coaching Podcast for Weight Loss. I'm so excited that you are here. Hey you and welcome to the podcast. So this episode of the podcast is going to be a real treat. For those of you who have been considering working with me in the Seekers Method, and you've always, you've often wondered, like, Sherry, what is it like in the Seekers Method? What even is this, right? Because it's not your typical weight loss program, counting calories, all the things. No, what I teach you is how to, how to appropriate your faith and be led from your spirit, how to be led from your spirit so you can renew your mind, actually change your mind and start living according to the right habits and be transformed from the inside out. The Seekers Method is everything I prayed for and nothing I could ever find. I could never find it, right? I can never find it, but I found it and it's available to you. In January of 2024, it's going to be opening again. But in the meantime, this is a treat for you because what you're about to listen to is one of the most profound seeker sessions that I've ever done. And this one is all about your weight loss deliverance. So many of my clients commented and sent me personal messages stating how this one blew their mind. And it's not from anything I did. Rather, it's me being in the word and bringing the word to you so that you can step into freedom, get unstuck and out of the way, out of the world so that you can be transformed. I'm very prayerful that this episode of the podcast will bless you. Again, it's going to be, you know, you're just listening to what I do in the Seekers Method. Every Sunday I go live in the Seekers Method and I do something called the Sunday Seekers Session. It's at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I go live and I I encourage, I'm gifted with, I have three spiritual gifts, the gift of faith, the gift of teaching, and the gift of encouragement. All of this culminates and makes me just the right combination of what God needs for me to be so that I can be a Christian life coach for weight loss. And so every Sunday I go live, I encourage women, I show them, this is where you've been. This is where we're going. This is the mindset. This is how to lock your mind on it, how to be led in your in your faith and how to have heart faith instead of head faith. I show them the way to their weight loss promised land. So I'm, I'm very prayerful and confident that this episode is going to encourage you. It's going to be a little bit of a longer episode, but I do believe it's going to bless you. All right, on to the show. Freedom is really what we're going to be talking about today. I'm going to dive in um, because I had a revelation this week. And it was a revelation of freedom. Good morning, Michelle. It was a revelation of freedom of like the depth. Good morning, Shelly. The depth and width and just, I don't even know what else, how else to explain it of our freedom. And it was pretty profound to me. Good morning, Annette. Um, Having consistently strong weight. That is awesome, Shelly. I know that, um, I know that that's what you've really been wanting to get over, right? Like you've been wanting to be made stronger on your weekends. So, um, yeah, yeah, Margaret, it is so slow, right? I kept trusting that weight loss because it was slow. I, that to me equaled not working. And I was looking for weight loss to be fast because in my history, in my past, it was, but I kept, I, nobody told me I'm not her anymore. I don't have that hormones, those hormones. I don't have that metabolism. I don't have, um, you know, all the things that we had in our youth when weight loss was easier. 
right? And so it's okay that it's slow. It's in our heads that we want it fast, right? It's like, it's how God is working with me and building my Christian coaching practice. He's like, Sherry, you want six figures replaced in 10 minutes. <laughs> it's not going to happen, right? Like now I see that he's undoing so much of what the world has taught me, right? Like even my first, my first coach, I paid her. You guys would not believe how much I paid my first coach. And she nearly guaranteed me that I would be making six figures in no time. And that's just not the way that this goes. So Margaret, you're right, right? The weight loss is slow, but that's okay. The world is the one telling us that it's fast or it needs to be. And it's our, our experience in the world where we develop that thought and that belief. But God is saying, you know, it's no, it's not, especially at this age. And it's for a different reason. Good morning, Jessica. Good morning. Okay, so we're going to be talking about spiritual freedom today. And I believe that this is going to be exactly what somebody needed to hear. I'm very prayerful that my space heater is not <clears throat> problematic for you. But as I share this with you, because I think that this is going to be power for somebody. So this week, I have been hovering over the revelation that God gave me through his word as I was studying the Bible in a completely different area for a completely different reason. This came to me. And so I, this week, I've really been hovering over a scripture, several of them, but scriptures that have been deepening my understanding, deepening my understanding of what we, all of us as believers, like of what we are actually doing in this life. And I had a, like a, just an absolutely profound revelation of something for myself that deepened my ability to believe greater things in all areas because of salvation. And like everything that I really went through this week is really too deep. I'll probably be sharing it on Christian Weight Loss Radio, but it's really too deep and not necessarily relevant to weight loss life coaching here. Um, but it's applicable still. So I won't be going into what the revelation is, but I'm going to be showing you how to walk in the freedom of that revelation <clears throat> in your weight loss journey. And you know, it's funny how God works because I knew that what I went through this week and what God showed me through his word, I knew somehow it would be woven into today's message. In fact, like all day yesterday, I knew God was, was stirring something within me. Like he was moving within me and stirring up something that would somehow be what it was that I would be sharing today. And, and that it was actually going to be something completely different than what I had planned, right? Like every week I prepare for the seekers method, <clears throat> like on Wednesday or Thursday. And this week I wasn't able to do it per my usual schedule because of the holiday. And I just had this peace, like, that's okay something's coming, right? I knew that there would be something that would be downloaded to me this morning. And it was, um, according to God's perfect plan, <laughs> right? And that it would be something that I would share with you. So I believe that today's message, this message is a message that is on God's heart for somebody. And so today the scripture that I'm going to turn you to, um, I want you to 
to turn your attention to that I'll be referencing this morning is Philippians 2, 12, and 13. <clears throat> and this is the scripture. This is the scripture that says, good morning, Charlene. This is the scripture that says, work hard, work hard to show the results of your salvation. Obeying God with deep reverence and fear. For God is working in you, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases him. Oh, I just, I, I, I just want to like dive ahead because there's so much I want to say. But so what, ladies, let me ask you this question. What are the results of your salvation? What are the results of your salvation? Work hard to show the results of your salvation. What are the results of your sal salvation? And you know, I want to help you with this. Like, let me help you understand salvation in a way that God showed me earlier this week. Salvation is deliverance. Salvation is deliverance from the power and the effects, the power and the effects of sin, danger, and difficulty by God's intervention. I want you to get that. Like you're delivered from those powers through God's intervention. Like, think about this. If this is salvation, if salvation is deliverance from the power of sin and the effects of sin or any difficulty, I mean, this is a biblical definition or any difficulty by God's intervention the question for us then, the question for you on your weight loss journey is, where are you not living in the fullness of your salvation? Jesus died to free you from the power of sin. So where are you not living delivered right now? For for some of you, it's probably in multiple areas. Maybe it's intimacy with your husband. Maybe it's intimacy with a child. Maybe it's um, believing that you can forgive somebody. What It could be anything. Where do you still have difficulties that keep you, like difficulties that like you keep trusting the difficulty? You keep trusting the hard things. God says in this scripture, to work hard to show the results of your salvation. Salvation is freedom. He's saying work hard to show that you've been freed, that you've been delivered. Like when you were saved, you were saved from the power, all the power that rises up within you to do wrong things. So what are the wrong things that keep you held back from living in complete freedom. Like right now, and you know I say this to share and to encourage and to inspire and to testify, but right now I live in this space and I want this for you. I walk in the area of my food and of alcohol and in, in my areas of you know, being lazy. All, I live now in freedom in this area. And I want this for you. 
but you have to want this for yourself. And it is all possible. It's all possible for all of us to completely live in this space of complete and total freedom. But you, it's imperative that you understand that in order for you to actually be made stronger, you have to overcome the hard things. You have to stop succumbing to them just because it's a holiday, just because you're on vacation, just because it's your grandma's special recipe, right? God knows that you can't do hard things without him, that you can't, you can't do this. You can't walk out your salvation without him. You can't do it alone. So you have to evaluate what it is that you are believing that is keeping you from receiving freedom. So what are you believing and how is it like, how is it actually impacting how you're living? How is it impacting your freedom? It's as easy as paying attention to what you're believing and seeing that if you believe you will receive, but if I'm not believing, it's because if I'm not receiving, it's because I'm not believing, I'm believing a lie and it's impacting your freedom. I mean, I want you to remember this. You know, for some of you, this is going to be your last couple of weeks in the Seekers Method. I want you to walk away knowing this. When you aren't behaving correctly, it's because you aren't believing correctly. You have to know that God has not abandoned you in the hard things. He is right now working in you, giving you the power to do what pleases Him. Right? That's Philippians 2.13. He's given you that power, but you have to get your mind on that track. The desire to do what is right. Like, I know for me that my ability to do what I should came from my desire to want to do what I should. The desire to do all of the right things will come to you. Like if you're not desiring to eat the right thing, if you're not desiring to believe that you can do hard things, you need to know that that desire will come to you as you repeatedly do it. And so as a result, that's going to mean that the opposite is also true, right? The desire to do what is not right will perpetuate as you repeatedly do that. As you repeatedly do wrong things, the desire to do wrong things will perpetuate. You will always have that wrong desire. So you've got to practice doing right things in order to have right desires. I hope that's landing. Is this, I hope this is making sense and that I'm just not feeling like I'm a broken record saying these things because I feel like this is something unique that God wants me to say to somebody this morning. You need to know that a secret to a changed life, the secret to a changed life is to simply see that you are free right now and to submit to God's authority, submit to his control, right? And then to let him work within you. So if you, if you're focused, if your desire focused if you're desire focused, begin asking him to help you to desire the right things. 
and then practice doing those right things in faith, doing what you should do, not what you feel like doing, right? Some of you are living in the fullness of your feelings and you're not experiencing freedom. You must see that as a believer, you have the ability to live free in the fullness of your faith. But that means a narrow path. And that's where your freedom is found. I mean, this is how I lost all of my weight. All of my weight this way. I want this for you. It's really this simple. And like I always say, it, it's this simple and, and it's so hard. That's okay. Because when you're weak, then you are strong. Me doing hard things repeatedly, just stacking hard things day after day is how I became strong. That's how I lost all my weight. Like you see me modeling this, even last night. I didn't know I was modeling it for you for what I was going to be saying to you today. Last night, I knew I wanted something sweet. Like I, my little girl was making chocolate chip cookies. Then we were watching a movie. And I asked God, can I just eat the popcorn? And his answer was no. And I didn't like that. And I couldn't go to bed at six o'clock. <laughs> I mean, I could have. My husband was not home. He was at the church decorating and, you know, helping with the late night decorations while I helped get the kids home and dinner and all the things. And I wanted, I wanted to eat chocolate chip cookies. I don't, that's not my normal want. And I really wanted it. And then I thought, well, can I just eat popcorn? And God was like, no. And so I made a really big hot tea. And I sat there pouting a little bit. And that was okay. Now I'm so thankful I that I pouted and pushed through it. And that I yielded. But this is how I lost all my weight. And it was so hard. So my encouragement for you ladies is to begin to see yourself in training. It took years of me training to get to this point. And you can see that even still, even though I'm made stronger in this area, I still want to do bad things. But I've practiced, I've been trained through the hard things to be made stronger for purposes I don't even know. I don't even know what's ahead of me in the next coming weeks where God is like, no, I need you to be an empty vessel. I couldn't be where I am right now doing what I'm doing for you, for him. If I keep eating the way that limits my ability to discern his voice. Oh, good, Shelly. I'm so thankful to hear that. Yeah, I still, I want you to see I've not arrived. Hey, you just a really quick commercial break to talk to you about some of the new ways that you can work with me. I don't know if you follow me on social media, but I've only recently announced that God has put it on my heart that it is time for me to apply what I've learned in the last seven years about being made stronger spiritually and through the renewing of my mind so that I can be self-disciplined and restrained and all of those things. He's impressed it upon my heart that it is time for me to become physically stronger. I can honestly say this is the part I like the least. <laughs> I, I like to be in God's word. I like to make the food and practice obedience in the kitchen. I don't always like to, to practice obedience in the gym. Um, and so seven years ago, when I started my journey, I partnered with Beachbody and I could not lose weight as a Beachbody coach. I couldn't even be a successful coach because I didn't have 
the internal, I didn't have the character, I didn't have the capacity, I didn't have the strength to be disciplined, to stick to a program, to choose one program and stick to it and to persevere and endure and per all the things. But now I am strong enough. Not only am I strong enough, I'm equipped and I'm training other women to do it. If number one, if you've ever thought about becoming a Christian life coach and thought about, you know, starting your own health and wellness practice, now's your opportunity. You can partner with me and start working with me and I will show you how to, how to also become a Beachbody coach, how to stand up a health and wellness practice, how to start doing what I do, you know, I mean, um, or if you're interested in being made stronger and learning how to appropriate your faith, take your thoughts captive, how to be disciplined, show self-restraint, all of those things, then get a hold of me, coachcapilla at gmail.com. Send me an email. Let me know if you're interested in working with me. When you sign up with me in Beachbody, whether it is to be a coach or to um, get a strength training program or a meal program or anything like that, I am going to be supporting you. You and I will be, we will have a one-on-one -on -one relationship. So if this is something you've been waiting for and you've been following me for a while and not sure how to plug all of this in, this is your opportunity. You are invited. Send me a message. And um, I don't have it all figured out, right? I'm just Sherry Capilla. I'm not some major organization. But what I do know is I'm obedient to God. And this is the next area where he's told me to be obedient. I'm ready to steward my body to make sure that I have physical strength as I step into this next, into the second half of my life and take take myself into my 50s and on much more physically strong, as, as strong as I am spiritually. I'm ready to coach you. I'm ready to train you. Get a hold of me and I will let you get back to the podcast. The only thing I have overcome is believing every thought, every feeling. Oh, it's Thanksgiving. Oh, no. I went through all of Thanksgiving and you want to know what I cheated on? I had a dried cranberry. Like, who am I? I can honestly say that five years ago, I couldn't do this. But the other thing is, is five years ago, I didn't know I was free to do that. I just believed I wasn't able to do it. I was able. I just didn't know I was able spiritually. I didn't know how to harness the power of the spirit in my life. What you need to know is that you can't do this on your own in your flesh. You can't do this without the Holy Spirit's power. And you know this. If you know that, put it in the comments while I take a sip. If you know that you can't do this without the Holy Spirit's power, I want you to acknowledge that. You can't do it without his power. You cannot do this without the Holy Spirit. I did none of this with, I did all of this with the Holy Spirit's power, coming under his authority, walking in my spirit of power, where I'm able to be disciplined. You have got to see right now that you must live and walk in Christ's saving power, right? His saving power is what saved you. And that's what you walk in every single day. So, Ladies, right now, think about this. I want you to just be present. I know that you are the nucleus to your family, to your life, to so much that's going on in your world. But I want you to sit with this answer to this question. 
what could change? Like what could, how could your life be different if you had a faithful, a faithful response to God and what you can do through Christ who strengthens you versus having a faithful response to your desires? What could, how could your life change, right? Like, I want you to be Sherry five years ago who had to be made stronger to get here. And instead, I want you to see that you are strong, but your strength is spiritual. And what could change if you had a faithful response spiritually to the desires of God's heart more than you've been having a faithful response to the desires of your own heart? I think I said that logically. How could you, how could you harness freedom right now? What could, what could change if you were more faithful to what God says you can do than you've been faithful to your flesh, which just tells you what you want and gives you logic and reason for why you deserve things, right? Philippians 2.12 says to work out your salvation. And this means to work out and to walk out your freedom. Work it out in all of the areas where you're not believing you're free. So where are you not believing that you're free, that you are actually free? You're just believing lies, right? This is all the renewing of your mind. This is the reconditioning that is absolutely necessary. This is the reprogramming, right? That's the masterclass God has me teaching right now. He told me this summer, teach them how to be reprogrammed for weight loss. And I thought, yeah, that's it. We have to be reprogrammed. We've been shown how to be re reprogrammed through the renewing of our mind and how to, you know, live as a Christian, but we've not been taught or shown how to be reprogrammed for weight loss, weight loss, right? Work hard to show the results of the freedom that you received the day that you believed. So right now, ladies, you are completely free. And that means that you may begin, I'm giving you full permission, you may begin to do right things. And further to that, it's your responsibility. You are responsible for the active pursuit of obedience to not only what you know you should do, but also to what it is that you know that you must do or you're never going to be free in this area. You're going to live limited. You are free right now and you must stand up in that freedom. You've got to take it. You've got to storm heaven. You've got to pull things down. You've got to see that you must do hard things to live in this freedom. You've got to believe and then do right things. If you want to have right results, you've got to live obeying and doing what you know that you can do. And all of this will only happen at the surrender of your will. And here's something else that God's putting on my heart to share to somebody, share with someone. Some of you will lose your health if changes aren't made. People who are watching you, living with you, paying attention to you, 
family members, whether they're your children, your children who live with you or your children who don't. Excuse me. Family members will also lose their health if you don't do what is necessary to model different, different behaviors. If you can, you must begin choosing better. Because not choosing better, all that's doing is giving you what you want and not what you need. In fact, it's giving you what you want and it's taking from you what you need. Obedient, your obedience must be active. Like I want you right now to get a revelation of the freedom that you have to obey. That's what Jesus saved you from, right? He saved you and equipped you with the power to obey. That's your freedom. You are now free to obey. That's our Christian freedom. Our walking in obedience is the mark of our faith. And think about this. I mean, salvation means deliverance from the power of sin. Deliverance from the power of believing in the difficulty. Salvation means that God can now intervene if you will just ask him. You need to know that a way has been made for you to call upon the Lord for help. The Lord will help you. You are now, as a believing believer, you've, you've been, since the point of your salvation, able to ask God. You've been able to call upon on God. Like, think about this. You've been able to call upon the, Lord, the God of this universe to help you at any moment. I mean, and it's already been done. Jesus already died to make a way for you to have this resurrection power. He has already helped you. And he will continue to help you. The more you get a revelation of the fact that you are saved from the power of your sin, you've already been delivered. You are delivered right now in this moment. But you have a role in your deliverance. Part of your role is simply believing it. Believing it. At salvation, all of the weights, all of the shackles, all of the things, the hindrances that so easily weigh you down, they were all completely broken open. You've just been standing there with these shackles around you, believing that you're in bondage and you can't move. And Jesus is saying, just kick them off. Just kick them off. Kick them off and walk forward in your freedom. You've got to choose this. You've got to choose to believe that you really are delivered. Right? This was the revelation God gave me this week, ladies. I broke up with a church that kept saying, Sal salvation is guaranteed. Once saved, always saved. And I thought, okay, that's true. And Jesus said, Sherry, just look it up in the Bible. And I thought, I know our salvation is guaranteed, but why does that feel wrong, God? Why does that feel wrong? And it's because salvation is just the beginning. 
We're guaranteed salvation, yeah. But we must work it out to receive eternal life. Which means we have to change. Salvation is not the end point. It's the beginning to the journey of eternal life. I looked up salvation in the Bible, in my concordance, and under salvation, I looked up assurance. That's what I looked up. Assurance of salvation. That's what I was taught. Assurance of salvation. So I looked up assurance. And Jesus said, you have assurance of eternal life through salvation. And I said, God, what am I not seeing here? And he said, there's a difference, Sherry, between salvation and eternal life. You receive salvation. It's a gift I offer you, but you must receive it. And we receive it through believing and then walking it out into our eternal life with God. He offers us salvation, ladies, every single day. We must receive it. We must receive and believe that we are free in this moment to do all things through Christ. You really, right now, in this moment, as a believer, you really have been delivered. So every single day, every single day, you must commit to show the results of your salvation. And further to that, it is your responsibility. Jesus died to save you. He died to, and, and when he died, he made a way for you to obey. Before you were saved, you couldn't. A third of you was dead. Your ability to obey is spiritual. That's why the Bible teaches us to be spirit-led. Because you can't do this in the physical you have to come under the authority of the spiritual. You couldn't do this before you were born. You didn't know then how to appropriate your faith in this physically, overtly physical arena of weight loss. Like before salvation, you didn't even have the spiritual ability to believe that you could be transformed from the inside out. So you need to see right now, some of you need to have a prayer closet, whether it's temporary, stationary, whatever it is, where you write down sticky notes or you write on your wall, make it plain to see so that even as you run by, you can believe this, that you are free right now. You are free to become the version of you that you know is inside of you, but you must believe to receive. And you have to see that you are free to obey. And that's all we're really doing here. So at any given moment, you are either choosing. You are either choosing to obey what you should do and to be disciplined or you will or you are obeying and simply doing what you just want to do, living an undisciplined life and creating the fruit of that. You're either creating the fruit of the spirit or the fruit of your flesh, the fruit of your feelings. You have to take your freedom. Freedom was offered to you. You must receive it. Therefore, take it. 
walk it out every single day. Believe that you are delivered, right? Some other scriptures I want to share with you that God showed me this morning. Isaiah 30, 21 and Proverbs 3, 5 and 6. And what I love about both of these scriptures is these are the scriptures that assure you of guidance on the narrow path that you are on, even as you appropriate your faith to restore your health and a byproduct will be weight loss. So Isaiah 31, 20, 30, 21 says that your ears will hear a word behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. And I believe that some of you who are prioritizing a relationship with God and you are attuning your heart and your spiritual ears to the word, you are hearing the guidance of the Holy Spirit. But you must connect that with choosing also to obey it. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, you know this. This is our assurance of guidance. God will direct your path, but this requires that you trust him with all of your heart. It's not partial trust and partial obedience. You have to completely trust him with all of your heart, right? I wanted to partially obey last night, not eat the cookies, but eat the popcorn. Because cookies would destroy me. But popcorn would only hurt a little bit, right? No, it's all obedience. And hearing the guidance that is saying, this is the way to walk in, walk in this, go in this direction, walk out your salvation this way, Sherry, this way, Deanne, this way, Margaret, this way, Shelly, right? This way, Jessica, Michelle, Becky, right? Diane, Charlene, all of you. All of us, Annette, Kai, all of us, Diane, all of us, we're receiving guidance, but we have to yield to it. Ladies, know this, your weight loss journey will be the very thing that will deepen your faith so much more profoundly than you ever even signed up for. It will deepen your trust in areas where God needs, God, maybe he's only illuminating one step at a time, but this will profoundly change you for something ahead. This will deepen your trust and faith, but it's going to require that you stop deepening your self-trust. It requires that you that you crucify the ways that you have faith in your physical circumstances. God is simply right there in the wings waiting to bless you. He's waiting to strengthen you. And he knows that you cannot walk out your salvation and show the results of the freedom that's available to you right now. He knows that you can't walk delivered without his power, but his power is spiritual. And you have to live in that spiritual space, led and yielding to the Holy Spirit every single day. Because to receive his power, you have got to surrender yours. Your transformation requires that you keep on believing. Like if you want to receive, if you want to receive transformation, you must believe that it comes as 
you live out God's will. As you expect there to be hard and completely frustrating things, areas where you deny your flesh like last night, right? Things that, things that take a long time, like Margaret was sharing with us at the beginning. Things that take a long time to overcome. And all of this happens as you partner with God, as you partner with him to renew your mind, to renew your thoughts, to renew your attitudes and behaviors as you completely become reprogrammed, right? As you break up with the old ways that you used to live. When you were in that dieter's mentality, when you would give up every time it was hard or you would give up every time you slipped off the narrow path and then you would just keep sliding into the pit. So right now, I want you to put this in the comments. Who is ready to be transformed? Who is ready to be transformed? I know I am. If I could type it in, I would put that. I'm ready to be transformed. I'm ready to see that I'm already delivered. I'm ready to walk in the fullness of my salvation, to have a revelation of what my salvation even means. Who is ready to walk in their deliverance? To believe more completely in their freedom. Ladies, I encourage you right now to start hovering over the fact, the truth of your salvation, to see yourself free, to start expecting victory even on your weight loss journey. But to see that you've got to see that as this, that every single day you've got to start, like as you take these steps of faith, that you must daily show every single day, you've got to start stacking evidence. You've got to show the evidence, like the results of your, of your salvation. You've got to start crucifying your old ways. You've got to start learning from the things that you've just been through. So like right now, I want you to think about it. What did you recently learn from your last slip up? And start looking even backwards at your last slip up. I want you to look at that mistake that you made through the lens of your salvation. What if you had woken up the last day that you cheated on your meal plan? You did what you knew you shouldn't do. What would have been different if through the lens of your deliverance, your salvation of how you're seeing and trusting and knowing now what salvation really means and how to appropriate it. If you woke up that day looking through the lens of salvation, what could have been different if you had woken up that day of that last slip up, believing that you had the power over difficulty? How would that have changed the outcome that day? What do you know now? Looking at that last slip up, what did you learn? Right? What do you know now? And how can that help you for your future? How can that actually help you to plan differently for what's ahead of you and to apply things differently through the lens of the freedom you have right now? You are saved. So you've got to start living saved. You've got to start living free. You are delivered. How can you start living delivered from what you've been succumbing to? How can you start applying what, you, what you've learned through what you just went through? How can you apply that to what's next? 
you right now in this moment, you know, you can anticipate the difficulties of the things that are coming up in your new near future. What is the next celebration? What is the next gathering? What is the next holiday? What have you learned and what will you do to work hard to show the results of your salvation? Even through this weight loss journey, get that ladies, get that. I encourage you as I wrap this up, I encourage you ladies. Oh, I hope this has landed on somebody's heart today because it was pretty profound to me this week to get a revelation of what is the biblical definition of salvation. 